Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast where we dig into God's Word together and find life through Jesus Christ. My name is Ben Blakey. It's Monday, the 5th of October, 2020. And man, I am excited for a new week, especially as I looked at the different passages we were looking at today. So many good things to talk about from today's Bible reading that it was hard really to decide where to even start. But I want to start really with what should be a very fundamental question for all of us. And that is, why? Why do we do the things that we do in the Christian life? And I remember it was a question that, man, I, I came back to so much as a young Christian because I understood, you know, being raised in a Christian home and in a very, you know, Protestant evangelical setting that we are not saved by our works. We are saved by grace through faith. But then I was kept asking, okay, well then when I put my faith in Christ. I know my sins are forgiven. I know I'm going to heaven. Why do I do the, the things that the Bible tells me to do? Because I understand if I don't do those things, the Bible is clear. If you know, I, Then that's not real Christianity. I'm not really saved if I'm not producing fruit, but I know that fruit isn't earning my salvation. So why, but why do I do it? Because then if I'm doing it because that's what I'm supposed to do, and I think I'm earning my salvation and trust me, you're be thankful that you didn't know junior high Ben Blakey, because I would tie my mind in knots trying to figure that out. Well, today we're going to see some very clear answers to that question. Why do we live the Christian life? We know our works don't save us. We are saved by grace through faith. So why? And one of the words that should be very central to our answer to that question is the word that Hebrews chapter 11 is going to be built all around, and that is the word faith. We are saved by grace through faith. And then why do we live the Christian life? We continue to live by faith. And we start Hebrews chapter 11. We're going to spend a few days going through this chapter, sometimes referred to as the hall of faith, because it will refer to many Old Testament figures and and point out what they did by faith. And it will really be an eye-opening and amazing passage. But there's one verse near the beginning that I think really helps just to explain everything regarding these characters and also to explain for us why we should live the Christian life. And we see that in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, right in the middle of the first 12 verses that we're looking at today. And it says, And without faith, it is impossible to please him, to please God. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. So, those that are going to draw near to God, they've got to believe. They have to believe that he exists and they have to believe that he rewards those who seek him. So I wish I could go back in time to junior high Ben Blakey and say, hey, kid, why you do it? Because we have faith and we, we obey God and we seek God because we believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him, that it will be worth it to seek God. And when now we see examples of this all around, this verse is actually given in explanation of talking about the Old Testament example of Enoch. 
In verse 5, it says, By faith, Enoch was taken up so that he should not see death. And he was not found because God had taken him. So here's one of two people in the Old Testament, specifically that we do not see dying, but they, they seem to just be taken up to heaven. Enoch, we read about him early in Genesis. And then, of course, Elijah, who is taken up to heaven in a chariot of fire. But it says that Enoch, he, he was, and then he was, was not. He was not found because God had taken him. And then it says, now before he was taken, he was commended as having pleased God. So, and that's what leads in to this explanation of, well, without faith, we can't please him. And really, we should see, it's saying that Enoch, he believed that God existed and that God rewards those who seek him. And what it says there back in Genesis, if you go look at the very brief, you almost miss it if you're not looking for it, account of Enoch is it said that Enoch walked with God. I think it presents really a very simple picture of somebody that every day would wake up and say, I want to walk with God. I want to, as it says here in Hebrews, I want to draw near to God because I believe that he exists and I believe that he rewards those who seek him. And you today, this week, you should seek God. You should spend time in the word and in prayer. If you're married, you should seek to be a faithful spouse. If you're an employee, you should seek to work hard. As for the Lord, you should seek to live with integrity and joy this week. And why should you do all those things? Because you believe, because you believe God exists and you believe he will reward you as you seek him. And we see what the reward looks like throughout this chapter. It's not, oh, if God does if I do the right thing, everything will go right in my life. No, that's clearly not what we see in these examples. And ultimately, as they're thinking of the reward, ultimately they're they're thinking of heaven. And we see that even in today's reading as we read about Abraham, who went to a place that he didn't know. And he lived like a foreigner. And it says, why did he do this in verse 10? For he was looking to the city that has foundations, whose designer and builder is God. He was looking forward even past this life. And he knew, no, following God and trusting him, that's where I need to be because I'm looking ahead to to heaven. And so seeking God and being rewarded didn't look like, oh, I'm going to do what God thinks. And look, everything goes well. No, we we know the story of Abraham. There was so much waiting and and he died. He didn't have a a nation. He didn't have a bunch of land. And we'll read more about that tomorrow here in Hebrews. But he believed God. And he believed that God rewards those who seek him. Do you believe that today? As we're starting off a new week, do you believe that seeking God will be worth it this week? And that doesn't mean that your week is going to go great, but that in the end, when all is said and done, you will say, no, I'm glad that I followed God because he is worthy, he exists, and he rewards those who seek him. I believe the promise that if I draw near to God, he will draw near to me. And that is why I want to seek him. And I think really, as we go back now to the Old Testament, to Isaiah chapter 55, we see more of this picture of why should we seek the Lord? Well, look at, look at how God puts the picture. Look how he even phrases the invitation at the beginning of Isaiah 55. Come everyone who thirsts, come to the waters and he who has no money, come buy and eat, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. 
Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen diligently to me and eat what is good and delight yourself in rich food. Here we see kind of this illustration that, hey, come, I'm I'm presenting, God's saying this, I'm presenting a feast to you for free. Come, eat up enjoy the feast. Don't go spend your money on worthless things that can't satisfy. And that really is another answer to the why question. Why should we live the Christian life? Well, because we know that when God saved us from our sin, it wasn't just to forgive us and, you know, make sure we go to heaven when we die. He he realizes God knows sin is empty and it is dead. And he wants to set us free from seeking those things and invite us to this feast. And so today, Monday, the 5th of October, 2020, I want to go to the feast today. And that feast is going to come from seeking God, wanting to obey God, wanting to live by faith for God. It's not going to come by seeking myself, pursuing my own uh, selfish desires, straying from God's commandments. No, that, that none of that is going to pay off in the end. And so we live by faith and we trust even that sometimes that won't make sense to us. And we'll see some examples of this more as we go through Hebrews 11, but just even think of Abraham for a minute. He traveled to a land that he didn't know. It was difficult. He, he, didn't get there and immediately, oh, here's the promised son. And oh, wow, now I'm in, I'm taking over the promised land and it's all just going so well. No, it doesn't always look like that. But through faith, we continue to seek God no matter what. And we trust that God has it all figured out. We believe what it says in Isaiah 55. When, when God calls us, look again at verse 6. It says, seek the Lord while he may be found. So again, a call to seek God, call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord that he may have compassion on him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. And then now we really get to God. He has it figured out even when it doesn't always make sense to us. For my thoughts, God says, are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as high as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. So even when life doesn't seem like it's going the way we would expect it to, we trust that God, his ways are better than ours. His thoughts are higher than ours, as the heavens are higher than the earth. So we pursue God by faith. And we think of why should we trust God? Also, as we read today, we come across maybe the most powerful reason we have to trust God. And that we see in Luke chapter 24, verses 1 through 12. Luke 24, 1 through 12, which is the account of, in Luke of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We trust God because he raised Jesus Christ from the dead, that all those promises were fulfilled, that our Savior is not still in a tomb. He is alive. And we have good reason to believe that this happened. And I love the words that the angels say to the women as they are afraid. And 
And he says to them, why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Jesus is alive. And that should fill us with faith. That should make us know, hey, even when things don't seem like they go right, like the crucifixion, God's ways are higher than our ways. He has it figured out. Jesus is alive. It is worth it to follow God. And we even set our sights on the resurrection. And we set our sights on the future and eternity with Christ in heaven, the risen one. And if we really believe all of this, and we really praise God for the resurrection, and we really believe that God has invited us to a feast for our souls, then we will have the attitude that we see as we finish up Psalm 116, as we look at verses 10 through 19 today. Psalm 116, 10 through 19. Yesterday, or on Saturday, when we looked at the first half of the psalm, we see that God had delivered him. And so today we see how he responds. Verse 12, he says, What shall I render to the Lord for all his benefits to me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. In verse 17, I will offer to you the sacrifice of thanksgiving and call on the name of the Lord. He wants to respond with gratitude for what God has done. So as we consider all of these things and we start a new week, I hope that is fresh motivation to us. Why are we doing this? Why should you spend time praying and reading your Bible today? Why should you seek to obey what God is telling you to do? Well, it definitely should not be because you think you are earning your salvation by it. No, that was accomplished through what we've read about Jesus dying on the cross for our sins, him rising again. But we do it because we have faith, not just faith for salvation, but faith now to live this life because we believe that God rewards those who seek him. We believe that the feast of following God is better than the emptiness that the world has to offer. So by faith, let us pursue God and seek him together as we start a new week. Thanks for digging into God's word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out revivalfromthebible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to compassbible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Thank you.